Hi, my name is Katrina Durden. I'm the blonde zealot in Doctor Strange and the Capran Street Fighter Resurrection. You're listening to the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> today's extra special episode, I sit down with British stuntwoman, martial artist, and actress Katrina Durden. Katrina played DiCaprio in the Machinima web series Street Fighter Resurrection, and was most recently seen as the Blonde Zealot in Marvel's Doctor Strange. On to our action-packed and inspirational chat with Katrina Durden. On today's show, I have a very special guest. I have Katrina Durden, who you might recognize from a small little indie film that just came out recently called Doctor Strange, where she plays the... Blonde Zealot, and uh, you also played DiCaprio in the uh, Street Fighter Resurrection series. Welcome to the show, Katrina. Thank you so much for sitting with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's really cool to speak to you guys. Cool. So, Katrina, tell us a little bit about who you are and what brought you into the world of martial arts to begin with. Cool. I guess when I was young, probably like a lot of girls, I guess, I guess I was an insecure young girl, and an insecure young girl that wanted to be strong, that wanted to know how to defend herself. I mean, I have a I have a big brother and I grew up with a lot of boys. So I got introduced to kind of the rough and tumble way of life quite young <laughs> and a lot of martial arts films and Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee and Pulp Fiction, etc. Like all these other kind of quite strong influences, quite male influences were kind of brought on me quite young. And I wanted to be strong. I wanted to, you know, compete with the guys and I wanted to, you know, grow up quite tomboy and that played a lot of sport and when I was young I wanted to know how to throw a punch I wanted to know how to defend myself if I was ever in a position that I would need to and I walked into a boxing gym and yeah just started to learn and then kind of ever since then I've just I fell in love with martial arts as a whole and kind of I've read a lot of Bruce Lee's book well I've read Tao and um, a lot of uh, advanced fighting methods and it's like I, I really believe in the whole thing of kind of learning martial arts as a whole as kind of everything, every system has its merits, every tool has its kind of use. And that's kind of what I wanted to learn and that's what I wanted to know. So I did a lot of kind of, I'll just say, tool-based martial arts quite young. I boxing, picked up Muay Thai. I was in an MMA gym quite young as well. So picked up some grappling, did some BJJ and yeah I realized again that I really enjoyed striking and then I got fascinated with kicks and that led me to taekwondo and wow yeah I guess I just fell in love with it taekwondo is now my main style and got a great club that I still train at I was there training today and yeah I just got fascinated by the art of kicking but then as in martial arts as a whole every art whether it be aesthetic whether it be practical I just I wanted to know it all and I guess I've just tried to find people that will teach me. And I've been lucky that I found a lot of incredible teachers and a lot of incredible training partners. And through a lot of opportunities, I've been able to learn a lot of different styles. Yeah, like for Doctor Strange, we did six months of Salat and Cali stuff. And uh, Jojo Eusebio, our fight director, he was trained at Dan in Asanto school. And when I was over in L.A., I went to Dan in Asanto school. I was there. I was I was watching him still teaching at 79 years old at the time. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, dream come true and and 
and my passion for martial arts started when I was about eight years old and it's just grown and like when I was young I was I don't think I was particularly talented or great at it but I guess when I got older and I started to really understand and then get really obsessed with the aesthetics of it all and the function of it all like I guess that's when I really started to yeah I guess excel and just enjoy it and learn and and I want to learn forever you know I want to pick up new styles wherever I can I want to I want to become proficient as an all-round martial artist. That is kind of a life goal for me as well as just as much as filmmaking and acting is, you know? So, yeah, that's kind of been my journey. It's it's ongoing and it always will be, you know? That's an awesome journey. I got to ask you, the first time you stepped into a gym, yes, what was that like? Because, I mean, obviously fighting and, and, and boxing and all that stuff is still predominantly a male-dominated world, though that's changing quite a bit, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. But yeah, when I was when I was young and I first stepped in, it was it was all guys, you know, it was like, you know, maybe the odd girl would come in here or there. But it, it was, yeah, it's still the dramatically even back when I started MMA, I must have got started going to London Shoot Fighters, which is the home gym of Michael Page. Like I've known Mikey for years. And um, yeah, so like I, when I was like 17, 18, 19 years old, I was like training there a lot. And even there, there was like a couple of girls, a couple of great girls. But like, again, ratio wise, it was still, you know, in, in favor of, of men. And it, it probably, you know, it's, it, it still is to a large extent. But what's great is that female female martial arts is coming up. And it, that's incredible to see, you know. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's great. It, it must have been interesting for you as a female to be walking to a gym like that into that kind of situation. Because it's, it's got to be disarming to see someone like you. You're obviously a beautiful woman, but all of a sudden you've also got this side to you that is lethal and, and deadly if you if you let that side out. So that's, that's a little disarming for guys to see that for the first time. So what is that like now? Now, I guess, I don't really, I guess I don't really think about it so much. I mean, I've, I've been in these, when I, even when I was young, because I was so used to like, hanging with guys like when I was a kid kid like all, all the kids that I ran around with were were boys largely mainly because probably the girls made me feel quite insecure about myself and the guys were just kind of like it wasn't really about anything it was just about playing and kind of you know yeah it was just it was just good fun with the, that was the experience I had anyway so I I was kind of used to being around guys and if anything I never really kind of you know I know this sounds weird but I never just thought of myself as like a girl girl I just kind of assumed that I'd kind of be seen as one of the guys for a really long time if that makes sense like okay. I think especially when I was like, really young it was like going through that even starting to have people kind of approach me through puberty and stuff like that it was quite odd I mean I'd, I'd always just been friends with people and stuff like that. so yeah so going into environments I'd never really saw it like that I guess now you know now it's pretty much the same I'm like to think I'm a fairly confident person in terms of martial arts that's kind of separate but just as a person I'd like to think that I could walk into any room or any environment and kind of you know hold not hold my own but like you know I'm, I could stand there and not crumble. A lot of martial arts is uh, is about building up that confidence right and building up that character so that uh, you can be ready in any situation. Definitely and I think that's such yeah that's such a big the psychology of martial arts is so important and and but I genuinely believe that everyone should do martial arts and like definitely anyone I know that has kids I, I definitely encourage them to put them in martial arts because it's build confidence and as I said it goes back to the reason that I wanted to learn how to box in the first place or fight it was 
it was to do with being confident and you know holding my own and and that's how I guess I, I feel now and that's so much due to the amount of training that I put into martial arts. Right now speaking about those martial arts you you spoke quickly about some of the stuff that you learned for Doctor Strange. You said you, you learned some Silat, some Kali. Kung Fu, traditional Kung Fu uh, with Vincent Wang, who was, again, our assistant fight coordinator, who's incredible, um, an incredible martial artist too. Yeah, like we got to work with some incredible people on that show, for sure. Now, you also have done a, a whole bunch of different styles for yourself. And would there, is there a reason that one appeals to you more than another? Not really. For me, I'd, I'd love to learn anything and everything I, i'm you know i'm looking to get into capoeira a bit more one of my training partners and kind of my mentors i'm sure you're aware of who uh um who was dash in the born ultimatum and he of course yeah. did street fighter assassin's fist and of course was my director for resurrection so cool i am very lucky that i have him as a training partner and he's done you know extensive taekwondo ninjutsu capoeira so getting to do bits with him and has like again it's opened up a whole different interest that I'd love to get into in the new year. Like I'd like to go start going and attending hodas and starting to train and learning that kind of flow and movement because it's beautiful and just the movement and the flow and the handling of the body and the ground with momentum is incredible, you know. Again, so many different styles that I would love to learn. Wushu, again, visually is incredible. I've never done Wushu. I've met oh, yeah. some incredible pr practitioners. So to have that beauty and dexterity and just aesthetically it's one of the most gorgeous martial arts you know yeah definitely and doing a, a little more traditional kung fu i haven't done so much of that i've done some wing chun and again as i said having trained and done some stuff a little bit more extensively on doctor strange but i would never pretend to be proficient but i'm definitely interested you know um but then yeah even going down to kind of let's say every kind of different martial art that's out there i would love to apply i'd like i'd like to get back into grappling I did, as I said, a bit when I was at London Shoot Fighters, but to no level that I would say that I'm, again, a proficient grappler. I enjoy it, but I love striking. I, I love, I just enjoy being on my feet and then I enjoy, yeah, those kind of things. And I'd like to get into grappling and kind of wrestling and take down stuff a lot more as well. Just, again, different systems, different tools to kind of make you a more complete martial artist. About Doctor Strange, how did you get involved in that? One of my closest friends and actually, funnily, my Taekwondo master's son um, is another incredible martial artist and an actor as well. His name's Sia Alipur. And he knew the casting director of Doctor Strange and because he had worked with him previously and I think the casting director asked for his advice and he kind of gave him a list of names and I was lucky enough to be on that list basically um, along with some incredible other actors and martial artists including yeah including the people that got the job I guess um, but yeah and I was a wild card and I and yeah just somehow by hook or by crook I was lucky enough to be given that opportunity and yeah it was it was it, we went in auditioned quite a good few scenes actually and then um yeah I guess I, I went in I thought I didn't do a great job as I <laughs> usually do and then just kind of didn't really think anything of it apart from it, that it was a great experience it was a great opportunity to meet an incredible casting director and so on and so forth about a month later I get a phone call saying yeah like start coming in for training and stuff and and that's where the journey began. So it was just bizarre and incredible at the same time. I think I've used that word a thousand times. But getting to work with 
again, I guess when I first, my first day there and um, I realized that kind of Jojo Eusebio would be our fight coordinator. That was a big deal because he trained or helped to train Jeff. Uh, he helped to train Joey uh, answer for born ultimatum. Right. Uh, with, with, he was Jeff's Jeff and assistant on that. And that's again, it's like, it's crazy. Like I'd always wanted to work with people like that and that were such incredible influences and worked on such incredible projects and, yeah, so that was awesome in the beginning. All of the training that was involved in Doctor Strange, what kind of stuff did you have to do? What kind of stuff did you have to prepare for that you may, maybe were not prepared for when you started? Yeah, I guess we started training and started doing just, again, a varied varied amount of martial arts. So, again, the Salat, the traditional stuff, and the Kali stuff, some weapons-based work uh, down to Kung Fu uh, and JKD, Thai kickboxing, pad work. We did it all, and then we started getting into wires, and I think that was the the big moment where I was like, oh, God, I'm out of my comfort zone. I've never done this, <laughs> this much wire work before in my life, but it was it was cool, and it was fun, and it was exhilarating, and it was nerve-wracking all at the same time, but I learned so much because we were working with such an incredible stunt team, and they were all just awesome at their jobs and awesome at teaching, you know, and, and breaking things down and making things understandable and palatable. And yeah, just as I said, fun. And that's what it was. The whole experience was essentially going and learning a bunch of really cool shit and then <laughs> getting to do it on screen. Like, it's just awesome, man. Like how many people get to say that they've done stuff like that and been trained by some of the best. Yeah. And the, the end result was absolutely amazing. Uh, the The visuals in that movie are out of this world. And you guys, the zealots, all of you guys that were running around on the walls, on the ceilings, up and in and out of dimensions, looked so incredible doing what you do. The only thing that I wish I had seen more of for longer periods was the actual fight scenes. Um, because you guys would fight and it would it would seem to be over so quickly just because there was so much going on on screen. But the parts that you guys were involved in were, were incredibly thrilling to watch. Oh, thank you so much, man. That means, that means so much. Um, yeah, I, as I said, it's just, it was an incredible thing to be part of. Um, yeah, it was the, the, the whole thing visually was out of this world, you know, just what the team did, what the v VFX team did. And just, you know, just everyone on that crew is just so great at their job and so you know, <laughs> at the top of the game of their game you know so you know that's what you get when you work with these people and yeah for sure it was we did so much kind of prep stuff and it was really really cool to see the final product you know um yeah for sure it would have been nice to throw down more you know <laughs> a whole movie as a whole just it, it works so well you know and yeah, yeah i'm sure everyone's so proud of it yeah what i do want to know is who did you piss off in the makeup department to do that kind of damage to your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the running joke is that that's actually just us after a Saturday night. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, that that was that was cool, man. We're getting to work with again, as I said, the crew, the people that are behind the scenes at the very top of their game, and getting to work with them and getting to learn more about their departments was incredible for me because I'm fascinated by filmmaking as a kind of whole, and so like Jeremy Woodhead, who was our makeup designer um yeah just spending so much time with him because we just spent so much time in makeup and learning you know and just watching how 
he created these incredible just yeah creations on on our faces <laughs> it was just <laughs> It was fascinating and and an honor. Interestingly, this isn't the first time that your eyes have been messed up for a role, right? <laughs> well, half my face was messed up as DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, so talk about that the the role of DiCaprio. That was an interesting one as well, and you got to do uh, you got to put on a Russian accent, and you got to do uh, some amazing fight scenes there. What was that experience like? I did. I got to be Russian bad guy. Everyone <laughs> should be bad guy once in career. I feel this is important. That's good. Um, Scott Adkins makes excellent Russian good guys, so we also think. Right, right, good. right. That's right. <laughs> but you speak <laughs> you you speak Russian fluently, actually, right? I do. I actually I do. Uh, funnily enough, that would be my mother's influence. Um, okay. She's uh, yeah. She's 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 largely Rusky. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was that was very cool. Um, having yeah, as I said, having half my face burnt off it was pretty <laughs> cool too. Uh, just getting. I've been quite lucky in getting these inter- interesting kind of makeup jobs and prosthetics so far in my career. I hope, hope this continues. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was great. And, and that was such a cool team to work with as well. It was like working with family. Joey is director. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everyone in the cast and crew were just, it was like, you know, I knew a lot of them and it was, yeah, it was like, it was like a bunch of family on set, which was really, really nice. And yeah, fighting, fighting Natasha was cool. Fighting everyone was cool. Getting kicked in the face by Mike as Ryu was awesome. <laughs> and I can say that I've been Hadouken, so that's that's yes. also awesome, you know. <laughs> I've actually been Hadouken and almost killed by Charlie Nash. So, really, all in all, that was a great day to be DiCaprio. But you know, it was yeah, it was a great, it was awesome to be part of as well. I was very lucky. Some of those scenes looked really intense. Like you guys were really into it. It looked like you were actually beating each other to a pulp for sure and there's a point where i get tortured by elaine um as as charlie nash elaine Moussi. yes and i really felt like my life was in danger at that point <laughs> because that was that was his hand around my neck him throttling me was a real thing you know that wasn't yeah. that was method method shit basically and it was it's great because you can do that stuff with people like that that you know and that you vibe well with and it makes it real, so it makes it easy, you know. And yeah, yeah, just just being in that, being in that costume, and being in that environment, and being with those people, it was a very, very cool and very facilitative, uh, if that's even a word, um, <laughs> environment. In that respect, you know. Yeah, that scene in particular was pretty intense because I think at one point you were screaming back, and you know, there's spit flying out of your mouth, and definitely not one of my more attractive moments. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it it you know it lent that it lent a little bit of reality to the whole scene, and you know I, I I'm looking I'm like man it looks like she's really gonna get killed here. And it was funny because <laughs> that I was at the time when I did uh, Street Fighter Resurrection, I was actually already in training for Doctor Strange, so I was there kind of every day in rehearsals, and I think even it might have been our first day of filming on Doctor Strange, which joined up with kind of two nights that I had to film, so we had to film the fight and that bit in the basement with Natasha as Laura, Natasha yep. Hopkins, we had to film that first. And I think that fell in line with some rehearsals and a filming day on Dr. Strange. So I ended up having to do a 65 hour day straight. Whoa. So that ended up like that fight. And the final thing we shot was me getting tortured by Nash. So <laughs> when I say I was messed up and in pain and like, just screwed i was already in that place so wow 
but that was an incredible, incredible experience. It was just like alive on your hopes and and coffee, lots of coffee. Wow. That's basically how I managed to do that. (laughs) So with all of that training, you know, as a martial artist, as a, as a fighter, as an actor, stunt woman, all that kind of stuff, how bruised are you at the end of a day like that? (laughs) Um, well, (laughs) the worst bruising I've probably had is actually like, when first getting into wires and stuff and getting into the wire work and doing that daily when you first do it and you're not conditioned to it the amount of bruises and random things I had on my hips from like (laughs) harnesses and where you know pit points and stuff and it was yeah it was just that was a real like whoa like my skin is actually black in like large patches brilliant um but it's like it's cool I mean I'm not scared of I think part of martial arts is you're not really that scared of getting you know bruised so or hurt a bit rough and rough and tumble so to speak so that was all cool it was all kind of part of it and it's like yeah it hurts on the day and like for sure there were so many days where we were just in pain like you know muscular doming all over the place and (laughs) yeah but it's all part of that's you know it's all part of the love the struggle is also part of the love you know so yes it was awesome acting kind of runs in your family yes well, my uncle's an actor. Um, he's kind of, he's done, he's quite classical actor. He did Royal Shakespeare Company stuff and he does a lot of stage and TV, quite a big character actor in that respect. Uh, or just a working, kind of just a normal working actor um, in the UK. And he does, you know, works and does well. And yeah, I guess that was a big influence, especially when I was young. And I, I, remember him when I was kind of about 16 and he was like you should you should apply to drama school you should go to because I was really into performing when I was a kid as well as kind of sport and martial arts and stuff um, and I remember him saying you should apply to drama school and you know really give it a shot and I was kind of into the idea and I went to you know what we call college which is kind of the last couple of years of high school here um, okay. I did performing arts for those two years and loved it and but during that time my dad died and I kind of, I sort of rethought what, I mean, what I I guess, you know, when I was like 17 years old, so I thought, crap, I need to survive. I need to make money so that I can, you know, help my family and all this sort of stuff. And so I kind of put performing on the back burner for a little while. And yeah, and during that time, like, yeah, I got to train quite a lot and do martial arts because I kind of, I did a degree in sports sciences and you know, got really into human performance and started training people and strength and conditioning and stuff like that and fascinated about how the human body works. So I'm glad I did that as well. But I guess the call was too strong. <laughs> Fast yeah. forward a couple of years and it's like, I, I have to give myself a shot at doing what I really want to do. And what I really want to do is I want to act and I want to do martial arts. That's all I really want to do. <laughs> and I met a lot of people that inspired me and made me think that I could do that very early on a lot of incredible some people and a lot of incredible actors and martial artists and yeah I'm just very lucky that a lot of it is to do with the people that I've met and kind of have encouraged me because yeah it's important and I felt that I you know maybe maybe just maybe I can do this and and make something of myself and I'm very lucky I'm I'm talking about it with you here right now you know yeah absolutely I mean you know you, you absolutely took uh advantage of of the the role that you were given in dr strange all of you guys as the zealots have such a great presence when you're on screen you guys are legitimately scary i was working on my scowl so 
And uh, I think uh, you, I think you guys made it to the cover of the DVD release that's coming out soon, right? That's really cool. If that's the case, that would be that is very very cool. Um, again, there's so many cool, amazing, amazing things that came with this whole experience that I would have never dreamed of. And like the little kid in me is going, Oh my God, this is so cool. What are you doing? Why is there a toy? Why is there, why is your face next to like, you know, people that, yeah, like even of course, Benedict Cumberbatch, Silda Swinson, Chiwetel, Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, like Mads Mickelson, who is incredible. All these people, Rachel McAdams, I mean, everyone, the entire cast incredible. But I mean, people like Zara and, Scott and Allah were such incredible inspirations to me, like coming up as a martial artist, you know, and yeah. to be standing side by side with them is also an honor, you know. That's cool. Um, so, so, yeah, this whole process has been awesome. What um, what kind of things do you have in the works for 2017? Hopefully some stuff I can maybe talk about, you know, coming up in time. You know, I would love to this, this year to build upon what happened last year last year was an incredible year for me with street fighter and doctor strange i'd love to just grow from that and take the lessons that i've learned and hopefully learn some more and be able to yeah work on some other incredible projects so hopefully that's what 2017 will bring you never know so you do have some projects in the works that you're not telling us (laughs) hopefully for now all i can say is that hopefully street fighter resurrection is going to get a wider release because I know you guys in the States have it, but worldwide, uh, the international distribution hasn't been kind of hasn't been in your place yet. So, hopefully, the beginning of this year, that's going to come out for the world to see. So, that would be really cool. What okay? So, what about outside of acting? Is there is there stuff that you're that you're passionate about that you're following up with after uh, outside of acting? Outside of acting, I'd love to again this year, I would love to produce something, write, write, direct, or produce that's definitely an area that I would love to get into um, some great advice that was given to me quite early on. And it's kind of advice that I hear almost from every corner, whether it be, you know, in the indie market or in the kind of high end, it's like, do your own stuff. Right. And so I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to writing. I was a journalist for a really short period of time, um, kind of trying to follow in my dad's footsteps, who was a kind of filmmaker and journalist and was kind of involved with film. And I, got to meet some incredible people there and I guess just writing was also just really really interesting to me so I'd love to develop that side that's um, cool and yeah just I guess yeah try and do do something myself try and work with some people that I'd love to work with too and yeah um apart from that continue training I mean as I said like with martial arts that's an ongoing journey it's a daily journey and that's yeah a real daily thing for me it's just part of my life now so just hopefully grow and develop in that i'm always going to be a student cool every actor has a dream project that they have tucked away somewhere what is the dream project for katrina durden (laughs) um well as i said young growing up comic books video games uh, that was kind of yeah again a big part of my upbringing and Tomb Raider was like a big thing for me um so I would have loved to have been Lara Croft obviously oh man you would have been a great Lara Croft (laughs) the feature film is going so like you know and Alicia Vikander who is who is uh Lara is gonna be I'm sure incredible in the role but that was always such a big dream for me um there are so many incredible characters from again a lot of the comic book and film and uh and yeah universes for me and 
video games and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, I got to I got to I got to be a Street Fighter character, which was awesome. Yes. And so and I got to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So those are two really really big bucket list items. For yeah, me not too bad, to right? Not too bad to check off the list. I'm not gonna be too I'm gonna be too greedy here, you know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm just I. To be honest, I'd just like to—I'd like to give strong female characters a real, a real shot, especially ones that are proficient in martial arts, because I like kicking and punching and such things on screen. It's awesome. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, you admit to being a comic book and and video game fan. <laughs> not a lot of people will, and definitely not a lot of women would uh, would admit to that. Uh, that's not uh, a realm where where girls are are particularly uh, bountiful. <laughs> Yeah, I think again, it's like everything at the moment. It's like everything's getting a bit more popular and a little bit more kind of open. I guess I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC Cinematic Universe, all these different kind of mainstream media options have given you know these kind of universes a, a, a mass audience. So. I think even that's increasing. A lot more women are admitting to being, you know, comic book nerds and such <laughs> things. So bring it on, basically. I love it. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I just love it. It's just cool. It's these are amazing stories and amazing universes. And yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Like, what's, not, what's not to like, man? Yeah, well, with things like uh, the Force Awakens, with Ray being the uh, the key character there, and uh, and Rogue One with Jyn Erso. It's dope. It's absolutely dope. Yeah, but, yeah. There are a lot female characters that are being given spotlights now i think that's that's awesome and yeah yeah these are, these are amazing actresses that are doing incredible jobs so yeah definitely i'm i'm a father and i have three little girls so much fun awesome you have so much fun ahead of you <laughs> no i do i do i love them they're 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 really young still they're they're 11 uh, 8 and 6 so they're growing into uh this particular time where women characters are, are strong and front and center and it isn't so much of a division uh as to what are girl toys and what are boy toys and things like that so um, i'm hoping that they have these role models to look up to that will teach them to be strong like you like zara fithian like you know the wonder woman movie like rogue one and things like that where it's okay for the girl to be the hero yeah i think that's awesome that you put that even the fact that i'm on that list is just so cool for me you know like but to me, I just I still look up to these people. I still like think that strong female role models are such a big deal, you know. Um, and yeah, it's 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 really nice. It's so nice to see that strong women are being portrayed much more than you know, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty. Like just the past, full stop. You know, it's it's really cool to see. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully more of the same. Yeah, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, when I was preparing to speak with you, you have a demo reel. Uh, online on YouTube, and uh, I showed my daughter that I said, "Look, this is uh, this is someone I'm going to talk to," and I showed her the demo reel, and she looked at me. She goes, "She knows kung fu." I was like, "Yeah, she studies that," and she goes, "That's amazing," because <laughs> she, you know, I I hadn't pushed any of that kind of thing to her before, but um, you know, so she asked to watch it again, and she watched you um reel off some of these kicks. You're uh, by a wall. Your your kick extended like way way high up above your head, and she was like that's incredible and i was like that's what happens when you study martial arts oh my gosh that is so, you should show her zara's real i'm sure you have but you should that that's also some inspirational stuff i mean yeah like that's so sweet i'm i'm that's just amazing i love your daughter that's so cute 
<laughs> yeah, they're, they're all going to see it. And, uh, yeah, I, I do want them to uh, to show an interest in uh, in training and martial arts and, so that they can protect themselves and, you know, and, and things like that as well. So um, now that they know that I talked to someone who is a, a success at martial arts, maybe it'll help them uh, keep that drive going. <laughs> Oh man, I, I don't know about success. I just I just love love it so much that you know it's it's something I'm so passionate about that I and I feel so lucky to be able to do it daily still because a lot of people you know after especially a lot of people learn martial arts as a kid and then you know they get jobs and families yep. Yep. and they can't practice as much and that's the reality. But so I feel super lucky that I get to train every day, that I get to do what I do, and you know get to. Yeah, just just continue training and continue learning. I feel very blessed. So, yeah, what can I say, man? <laughs> I'm just hyper passionate, and I think that's. I think, I think it brings it'll bring it out of her. I'm sure. Like you know, seeing seeing some incredible people, though not necessarily myself at all. But yeah, just it's it's inspirational you know as i said i remember watching people like zara like chloe bruce even like way back when and it was yeah hyper hyper inspirational to improve and develop and it definitely developed my loving kicks you know but my interest and my you know i i want to be good at this this is this looks incredible you know so that's cool yeah it's yeah so where can people go to find out more about you uh your availability uh your skills and all that Give me some plugs. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess it's at Katrina Durden um, all over the place. So that's Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Um, I have a website, which is www.katrinadurden.com. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of just that. Yeah, I, I, I love hearing from people. I love talking to people. I love learning from people. So, holla. <laughs> so, all you casting directors that are looking for the next female action star, Head over to KatrinaDurden.com and get in touch with her. That would be nice also. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina, this has been an amazing interview. Thank you so much for sitting and talking with me. Um, I trust that you will be an inspiration to my daughters, and I'm sure you will be an inspiration to a lot of little girls out there. Um, keep being that driving force for, for female action stars, and uh, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. As I said, I'm honored and I'm really lucky to have spoken with you today. And I'm very lucky that your daughter actually watched my reel. That's really awesome. Thank you very much. Thank her for me. That would be cool. I absolutely will. Oh, you know what? Um, her name's Grace. If you want to say thank you to her, I'll let her hear it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Grace, for watching my reel. And Logan, Lily, thank you guys so much for even even giving me the time of day, really. I really appreciate it. Do martial arts because martial arts are awesome and I'm sure you will be amazing. Katrina Durden kicks it like kung fu. Okay, guys, that's going to do it for another episode. My sincere thanks goes out to Katrina Durden for being such an amazing guest and for giving my girls another star to reach for. Go show her some love at katrinadurden.com or on all the social media at Katrina Durden and keep an eye out for more of her work because it's sure to come. Until next time, Poison Clan, peace. Some action, drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting. Ha! This time it's warm, we smash the place up with a dragon claws. We walk into the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting. Ha! This time it's warm, we 
smash the place up with a dragon claw. I see the iron fisted monk before the daily prayers. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless Aida roaming over the land. Yeah, the little bitch soldier is older and wiser. He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to great jars. Fight for the cars, then pass here the blast. On the end, back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David D is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jet Li's even faster. The channel little dream because he is the drunken master. Once upon a time in China, Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see Maggie Chung is finer. Golden Swallow has arrived. Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive. We've got the brave archer make his way to the top of the mountain. Gonna fight, may as well be the spot. Yeah, the sky goes black, cut the vampire's back. We got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all to so stand back. He plays the black magic on the soul of the sword. And our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaol in the mountain style. Yeah, defeat the enemy and watch him run for miles. Blood will spill now on the mountain tops. When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops. Walk to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we get it drunk and then we're fighting. Ha! This time it's war. We smash the place up with a dragon claws. We walk into the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we get a drunk and then we're fighting. Ha! This time it's war. We smash the place up with a dragon claws. See, it's a game of death, yo. You're facing the big boss. It's once upon a time in China, counting the TikTok. The shogun assassin slashing blood or just drip drop. The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop. Wanna kill Bill? Better get the assassins. He's got Irma just in yellow, but she is in the dragon, but in the tea rooms. That's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor When the blood it'll splatter against the wall No fear at all To kill them all There's always blood spilled When you head into a war Fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that the car gently I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war To smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink